<laughs> what? Welcome back to Cinema Puradiso. Today we're going to do some Poovy reviews. And and surprising, uh, today we're going to do actually like newer movies that are like in the theater now. So, are uh, you surprised? You're surprised by that? You think our audience is surprised? Do we have an audience? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I listen to it. That's great. I'm entertained by it. <laughs> um, I find it like a diary. It's like a it's like a film diary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is in a way. I like to keep track of everything you're teaching me. Obi Wan Kamuvi. I'm just teaching you the the streety version of film appreciation. Obi Wan Kapuvi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the first review uh, I'd like to dive into is the Hellboy reboot. So now, Maureen is in the studio with me today. Say hi, Maureen. Hi, Maureen. And uh, <laughs> she hasn't seen these movies. She's only seen the trailer. I have seen the movies. So Maureen has just watched the trailer for the Hellboy reboot. And give us your thoughts. Okay, so first of all, the Lady Demon is super hot. That's Mila Jovovich. Yeah, she, she's super hot. And I'm a fan of hers anyway. And, um, you know, for a B-cup, she works it. You know, she can, we can, we, we small busted girls can wear those low cut things and not look manly. We just work it. And I think that's important in a demon. Okay. She's a witch actually. As, okay. as a witch. Yes. Right. <laughs> I think it's hot. Um, so yeah, so you got me at Mila and then, but it's a different Hellboy than the original Hellboy. Who's the Hellboy? It's David Harbour from Stranger Things. It's not the guy that originally did it. Who was? Ron Perlman. Yeah. It's not Ron Perlman. But the makeup is so similar that I, I buy it. Well, it's hard to make Hellboy not look like Hellboy. Because you know it's based on a comic book. Yeah, of course. I read the comic book. <laughs> I'm a comic nerd. I mean, if you ask me, the Ron Perlman Hellboy looked more like Hellboy than the David Harbour Hellboy. But you're, you're dealing with a different facial structure. But I think it's still very, very similar. It is. Um, I like that they used Smoke on the Water as the theme song. Although it sounded more like the Pat Boone smoke on the water than well, the real one. <laughs> in the trailer, yes. But in, in the movie, there's actually a lot of like Is there good music? old, like 80s metal and 70s rock well, in, in, in the and that, movie. That's kind of that's cool. I dig that stuff. Oh, okay. Because, you know, Quiet Riot is my buddy. Yeah. Those are my buddies. They are. And anything else you wanted to say about the trailer before I dive into the review? I dug the lighting. Um, I got a sense of humor that, you know, we all knew that Hellboy had. Mm -hmm. um, I saw Hellboy and Mila, the witch, uh, making out with blood dripping down their faces. That was kind of weird. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, the trailer would make me want to see it. It looks yeah, like the it's trailer a romp. makes the movie looks really makes the movie look really good. Yeah, it looks like a romp. It totally looks like a romp. The guys who cut the trailer did their job. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. All right. Okay. So. Well, I have seen the movie, and it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Why? First, I'd like to say that there was nothing wrong with the Guillermo del Toro Hellboys. You know, he made the first one. 
And then uh, I, I forget who the studio was behind it, but they dropped it. They right. did not want to do a second one. He went to Universal. They gave him money to make Hellboy and the Golden Army, Hellboy 2. Mm-hmm. It did as well as Hellboy 1. So mm-hmm. Universal was like, we do not want to make another one. And then I know he was trying to find another studio to make the third one, but no, no one was, no one was biting. So, after a while, he lost the the uh, the film rights to Hellboy, and then I guess Lionsgate picked it up, and they hired Neil Marshall, who I love, to direct the new version. Neil Marshall, The Descent, uh, Doomsday. Centurion? Nope. No idea. Dog Soldiers? No. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> but I'm glad you like him. <laughs> yes. I, I, well, I thought I did. <laughs> if you said Coppola, I'd know who Coppola is. Sorry. You know. No. Neil Marshall. Okay. Go Neil. I hope to learn more about you. Uh, he produced, well, and I guess he was one of the driving forces behind the new Lost in Space on Netflix. I watched it. Okay. Did you like it? It's Okay. All right. Well, anyway, I liked it. But getting back to Hellboy, Hellboy's a big mess. Um, it's got so many different tones going on in the movie. It's crazy. And uh, there's some trash talk about the behind the scenes in the making of Ooh, this movie. Ooh, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Uh, well, one thing is, uh, I guess, Neil Marshall and David Harbour did not see eye to eye about how they wanted the Hellboy character to be. I guess David Harbour would uh, only do so many takes, and and if if something was taking too long, he would get mad and walk off set. Mm. Uh, there were two producers that were like backdoor directing the movie, so Neil Marshall would you know tell the actors what he wanted, and then these two producers would tell the actors what they wanted instead of telling Neil, "Hey, right. try it this way." Right, so there, there, That's were, rude. there was a lot of heads butting there. That's very rude. Yeah. Bastard. So, I mean, you could just tell that this movie was, like, directed by, like, four different people. Hmm. And, um... That would frustrate the actor, though. I, I could see David getting frustrated by that. Yeah, but he was adding to the... Supposedly, he was adding... Because I do like David Harbour. I love him on Stranger were there Things. Any, were there any sexual rumors... No, not that I know of. No, like matchups or anything. <laughs> but no the little hookups. I, I don't know. I got to read um, Us magazine. But, uh, but as much of a mess as it was, it's not a total loss. There was some humor. Well, yeah, there's humor. The, the humor is bad. The jokes are bad. Okay, but that's what we expect it to be. There were some things I I, I liked the performances. I loved Ian McShane. Well, how can you not love Ian McShane? Ian McShane is good in everything. I mean, you could yeah. give him the, the worst dialogue in the world, and he'll make it work. Yeah. And and you know, David Harbour was a good Hellboy. I have to say, he was you know a good wisecracking Hellboy. There was a lot of a little bit of the Ron Perlman in there. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, this is not a sequel to the the, the, the Del Toro Hellboys. This is a whole new thing. It's a reboot, starting over again. Okay, so are they going to try to do a series? Well, not anymore, because no one went to go see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying it's a fluvie? Yeah. It's a fluvie. It, like I said, it's not a total loss, but yeah. Watch it when you have great. the flu. Okay. No, no, no. I would say watch it when... I, I, would, 
I would say do not go out to the theater and pay like is it a, 15 to 20 bucks to see this movie. Is do it a Netflix and chill movie? Yeah, it's a Netflix and chill movie. Was it sexy enough to make you want to have sex afterwards? No. I mean, Mila Jovovich is in it, and yeah. I love her. And and the funny thing is... Because that's, that, that's the key component to Netflix and chill. It has to be something that's sexy but enough. I, but I have to, to say this, that Mila Jovovich is the only one out there defending this movie. Wow. Because she's, well, she hasn't done much lately. Well, she's she's saying that everything she's been in has flopped, but all her flops have become called classics, like Dazed and Confused. I, I'm sorry. No, I love I, Dazed and Confused. I don't quite recall Dazed and Confused being a flop. Dazed no, and Confused and, was a pretty much a big hit. What's that movie where she's out. in Italy? Italy. It's it's like a coming of age movie. She or is she in Spain or is she in France. What is it? She goes somewhere that isn't the U.S. <laughs> I don't know. She goes somewhere and, and, and she discovers herself. She comes of age and she loses her virginity and la la la. I, I don't, oh, I don't know this chick movie. Flick. I'll have to tell you that Sorry. movie. Sorry. But, but also, getting back to the Resident Evil movies. And, and Fifth Dimension. Or what is it? Fifth Element. Fifth Element, yeah. She's great Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. She also says, you know, well, Fifth Element flopped. And, that was and not a flop. And that was not a flop either. And no. She said Resident Evil flopped. No. Resident Evil did not flop. Mila. You know, I love all the Resident Evils except for maybe two of the movies. Yeah. But. Come on, But those Mila. were later. I mean, Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, I'm good with. 4 and 5, and eh, 6 was kind of okay. Is she even 30 yet? <laughs> yeah, I think she's in her 40s. Seriously? But she's the only one out there defending the movie. But Mila, I just have to tell you that the, all the, those movies that you're saying were flops were not. But Hellboy is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So anyway, uh, there's a lot of... Another thing I liked about this movie is there's a lot of really good practical makeup effects. Yeah. They're really good with the creatures. But, they're, but the visual effects, the CGI, is really bad. Oh. So I, I'm I'm not sure what they were going for there because some of the CGI was just like I mean I saw better CGI in '90s video games or Godzilla, like the original. Well, Godzilla. yeah, the original, the old Godzillas. <laughs> so maybe they were paying an homage to the original Godzilla. No, I, I don't think that was it. At first, I thought, well, maybe they're doing like an homage to the '80s, you know, especially since they were doing the practical makeup effects. And especially really since they were good. using '80s metal. Yeah, but but no, I just think it was a big part of the whole. Too many cooks in the kitchen, and this is what you got, which was horrible. And, and it was a rated R Hellboy, which we've always wanted, and we got it. But the only thing that makes it R is they keep dropping the f bomb every five minutes. So Why? don't waste the f bomb, man. Yeah, it was just it was a it was a letdown, and I knew it was a letdown before I was going to see it because I already heard all the bad things. But you know, this podcast okay, no, is wait about a bad movies, wait and I have to see bad movies. Okay, yeah, but. Have you ever gone to see a movie without like seeing the bad reviews, or I mean, don't you think your opinion was colored by that? Or have you seen something that that has that got bad reviews and went, no, these people were wrong. These people, yeah, were incorrect. There's, there's one movie we're going to review today that I'm that got originally got bad reviews and yeah. you went, yeah, that's bullshit. I mm-hmm. love this movie. Okay. So anyway, yeah, getting back to Hellboy, yeah, it's sad. It's sad. They're. Definitely will not be another one, I'm sure. I mean, mm. when I saw this, I, it was me and three other people in the theater. Mm, mm, mm. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure Neil Marshall will work again. That was my sad puppy sound. <laughs> Everybody in this movie will work again. No one will be 
harmed by it. Can that be one of our reviews? We've got fluvies, ass acres, and... <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right. Sad puppy. Sad puppy. Yeah. yeah. So so, so there you have it. Hellboy is a disappointment, but it's not a total disappointment, but... And in our reviews, we'll just call it a sad puppy. It's a train wreck. It's a puppy. That's sad. Okay. <laughs> then That's it for Hellboy. Next one, next one, next one. All right, our next poovie is the remake of Pet Cemetery. Why do you remake things? Just for better CG? It's like... Oh, look, we're, we're going to take the same story, but um, we can do more special effects with it. Is that why? That, that could be one take, but what, what it really is is that Hollywood feels that they've run out of ideas. <laughs> and so they want to take a movie that was successful back in the day and try to recreate For that. a new generation that may not know it. Right. And which can ultimately lead you to... That director's previous work or previous writing, in the case of Stephen King. And, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the original Pet Cemetery, And I don't feel the movie needed to be remade. Well, no movie needs to be remade, depending on the movie. But, but Pet Cemetery did not need to be remade. Was Lithgow in that one, too? No, it was Fred Gwynn, Herman Munster. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, so... We've seen a few movies with big name artists. Do they just need the money? <laughs> or did he do you think he really believed in it? Did he go, Oh my god, this is fun. This looks like a romp. I'm gonna do it. I'm sure he believed it. I mean John Litgow's done plenty of sci fi movies, but he's never really done a horror movie. The mom but, looks unfriendly. Well, the mom is just like really bland and boring and uninteresting in this movie. And the dad is Jason Clark and Jason Clark is in everything. Yeah, I've seen James Black in a lot. Yeah, you've seen him in everything. Good for him. And so, this movie's really boring. In fact, I have... It's an ass acre. Is this movie an ass acre? It's an ass acre, and I have branded it Pets Newsitary. Because <laughs> that's how boring it is. And they and they did change a lot of things. Because I, I read this book. I read the original book. And when I saw the movie, it was not much was changed. And if you've seen the book, if you've seen the original movie, then you know that it's the little boy, the 40-year-old boy, Gage, who gets hit by a truck. Okay. And then the dad, stricken with grief, buries him in the pet cemetery. Little Gage comes back, and he's crazy. Because everybody who comes back from the pet cemetery is crazy. <laughs> Insane. Um, so, I'm not giving anything away, because it's in the trailer... But instead of it being the little boy, they made it the older sister, who's like 10, 11 years old. They made it her. She gets hit by the truck. She comes back. And apparently when everyone come, when anything comes back from the pet cemetery, um, their eyes are cockeyed. <laughs> really? Like when he buries church the cat first, and then the cat comes back, his eyes are cockeyed. He's got like a drooping eye. And then the daughter comes back, and she's got a drooping eye. And she's not even scary. She's not, and it's just... She's just dead. Well, no, and she's having, like, conversations and, sh- and shit. And it's like, it was funnier, well, not funnier, but a little bit creepier with the little kid in the original. Who can't talk. Which was kind of hokey. It was kind of hokey in the original, but still it was fun. No, he could talk, but he wasn't having, like, full-on conversations with people. And, 
yeah, I mean, this movie's just, it's, yeah, it just was not good. It's not scary. It's boring. There's a cat outside. Yeah, there's a cat meowing. But yeah, so it's like... I think the cat is giving its own review. <laughs> so Don't diss cat movies, man. A cat starred in this movie, and I disagree. Meow. Yeah, so, I mean, and, and there's, there's things that you saw in the trailer, like with a, a girl like crawling down the hallway with a messed up back and stuff. Yeah. That's from like flashbacks of, of the mother, the wife. She had a sister that was deformed. and Oh, really? And, and she like accidentally was responsible for her death. And so it's like her going back to that, and it's got nothing to do. It's not like, yeah, it's just not a good movie. I'm sorry. Thank you for protecting me from seeing it. Of course, it's my job. Thank you. <laughs> All right, that's it for Pet Cemetery. Sergeant Poovy. Yeah, the next Poovy is a movie. La Llorona. <laughs> the Curse of La Llorona. I think it's Llorona. Eye. There's two L's. Eye. Okay. Um, all right, so my first impression is, get out of the fucking house. <laughs> if your house is haunted, if there's shit going on, I don't care what it costs, go to a fucking hotel. All right, well, let me just give everybody a quick rundown. I said fucking. Yeah, that's okay. All right. <laughs> so, The Curse of La La Llorona is Llorona. what Llorona. Maureen said. <laughs> it, it's based on a legend about this... this this spirit who uh, takes children and drowns them. Okay. <laughs> and this is and, and and the movie focuses on one family's bout with this evil spirit. Okay. And it's gotten bad reviews, but it's a good movie. It looks kind of good. It looks kind of scary. I, I really enjoyed this movie. For a horror movie, it's pretty good. It does its job. I would totally dig my um, nails into your arm for this movie. I mean, it's got it's got a lot of jump scares. I have to say, maybe too many jump scares at some point, but it's got enough creepiness to it too. It's got plenty of creepiness, which is also good. The script is good. The acting's good. It's a fun movie. You're going to have haters out there. You know, critics aren't really kind to horror movies. So you have to take it with a grain of salt. What's the last horror movie that critics were kind to? Uh, Probably Hereditary. Yeah, that was a good movie. I love that movie. So bottom line, this movie is really good. It's a good horror movie. It's a good, fun horror movie. It's going to entertain you. All right? It's not going to change your life. But it's going to do what a horror movie is supposed to do. Okay, I'm not going to watch it without you because it looks really, really scary. Will you watch it again and watch it with me? Yes. Okay. All right. All right, thank you. And what's the name of the movie? <laughs> the Legend of La Lorena. Llorena. The, the, the Curse. The Curse of La Llorena. Or Llorena. Or Llorena. I don't know. I only <laughs> took two years of Spanish. Okay. The next movie is Pledge. Thank you for protecting me from seeing this movie. <laughs> uh, Pledge is about three college freshmen who are, uh, it's rush week and are trying to pledge to fraternities. And they're all, they're nerds, so they keep getting rejected. And they come across this one, what they think is a fraternity, 
that's deep in the woods, being <laughs> a secluded area, and and they they pledge to that fraternity, and uh, things go really bad with the okay, hazing. Okay, so <laughs> if there are gorgeous girls and gorgeous guys, and you're a little irregular, what makes you think they're gonna accept you? I'm sorry, no. That should be your first warning. I don't belong here. These are beautiful people. Yeah, but the beautiful people were very accepting to them in the beginning before they started torturing them. With their yeah, hazing. no, no, no. And that that's what this movie is. Red flag. Pledge is an independent film, and it's it's very much a torture porn movie. Torture porn? Yeah. Is there porn in it? No. It's like S&M? Torture porn is a, a, a genre, is a subgenre of horror. Torture okay. porn is like hostile, saw. Those are torture porn movies. Oh, okay. Pledge is a torture porn movie. Ew. So these guys are pledging to this thing which they think is a fraternity, but it's not. It's like an, like an exclusive like club, like the Illuminati or Illuminati. What is it? Yeah. Illuminati. Illuminati. But, well, okay, <laughs> and, so here, if it's really, I mean, with all pain, there usually is some kind of pleasure that, that entices you. So it's like, I'm going to well, inflict a lot of pain, a lot of pain, a lot of pain, and here's a bone. Here's a little bit of pleasure. And then I'm going to inflict more pain, and here's some more pleasure. Well, that Did does they get any rewards out of it? Well, there's one point in the middle of all the torture where a girl strips for them. Oh, that's and they're fun. like, oh, okay, this is all right. Yeah. And then it's back to the torture. <laughs> so yeah, these guys like, are... Yeah, the, when it, it's, it, it's, it's not a bad movie. It's just not an original movie. I mean, the yeah. performances in it are good. Uh, the, the script is written well. It's shot really well for an independent movie. Um, the problem is it's, it's, it's a thing that's been overdone. Like I said, it's torture porn. We've seen it in Hostel. We've seen it in Saw. We don't need to see it anymore. Uh, and, and also, it's very reminiscent of the movie The Skulls. Remember the movie The Skulls? No. Which was a movie in the 90s about an elite like prep school fraternity. And I think there was a death in the hazing that was trying to be covered up, and and there's this one guy who's pledging who exposed it all. It's all supposed to be based on a true story, okay? Like, like a fraternity that the Bushes belong to, or something like that. Ew. But it's called the Skulls, and this reminded me very much of the Skulls. And yeah, I mean, and then you just kind of go, why? Like I said, this is not a bad movie. It's just not a movie that you really need to watch because you've seen it before. Okay, next. All right, and our next movie is Saint Agatha, directed by Darren Lynn Bossman. Who's that? He directed the uh, Saw sequels, 2, 3, and 4, which were all very good. He also directed the uh, film version of Repo, the genetic opera. I think he's going into musicals, too. Yeah, he is. I think I read that he was starting to do live musicals. Well, he did direct the stage version of Repo the Genetic Opera before he did the movie. Cool. And then that he's doing some other musical thing that I've seen stuff on YouTube. It's like a like a web series musical or something. Some dark carnival thing. I'm not sure. I tried to watch a couple, but I couldn't get through them. Okay. And St. Agatha is a movie he directed. And it deals with uh, unwed mothers who are pregnant. Well, unwed mothers-to-be, would that be? Yes. Uh, 
in a convent and I guess the point of this convent is that they're supposed to help them deliver their babies and then I guess if they don't want the babies put them up for adoption mm-hmm. and then there's like a lot of torture and cruelty that goes on in this convent and it's a really boring movie okay and well, what are your thoughts from just watching the trailer it looks like it has good filmmaking qualities I mean it looks it's not well, it doesn't yeah, look like a college film it it's looks shot like, well yeah, it looks like it's shot well thank you um I like anything with nuns. I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> I like things with religious irony. Yeah. You know, um, I think everything has a dark side. Um, honestly, my my own personal opinion is I think that as a Jew-boo... <laughs> um, if everybody practiced Judaism like my grandma, it would be a much purer and much more honest religion. You know, it's just about being human. I think my grandma was more Buddhist than Jew, and she had no idea she was more Buddhist than Jew. She was she was already a Jew boo, but she was a it was just very open and lovely, you know. And I think when you get to nuns and people who are super strict, nuns and priests, they're going to have a dark side because there's so much that they're holding back. Well, yeah. I mean, well, there's a lot of darkness in Catholicism. Yeah. Especially with me, who I had I had Catholicism shoved down my throat, which is probably why I like dark things. See? Because I, I find evil entertaining. Mm-hmm. Because it's the forbidden fruit. Yeah, because I was forced to think that evil was bad, and of course, evil is bad. But I'm not. But I'm talking about fun evil, <laughs> you know, like horror movies. Pretend and, evil that can't really stuff. hurt you. Well, yeah, you know, darker things. I like darker things. Not that I'm going to go out and sacrifice children or worship Satan, but you. <laughs> but I just, I just enjoy. I'm sorry. Did I sound not really? I enjoyed. <laughs> that wasn't strong enough. You, you is not really strong enough. <laughs> I enjoy dark music, dark movies, dark things. Mm-hmm. I like things that are dark. Hmm. And anyway, Saint Agatha. You know, I was hoping for like a satanic nun movie. And Agatha is a very British name. It's like that it already announces this is a British movie. It's not though. It's not? It's not a British movie. No, it's American-made. But, hmm. Just because you're seeing something that says UK trailer, that means it's the UK trailer. It wasn't made in the UK. I know, but Agatha is not an American name. Where are the nuns? I mean, where do they live? They live in... Well, that's the one thing. It's supposed to be a convent, but it's a house. So apparently they didn't have the money for a convent. They live so in it's a like house a, where? So it's like a halfway house. It's out in the woods. Where? Out in the middle of nowhere, in the woods. What part of the U.S.? Uh, I don't know. Well, the movie also takes place in like the 60s, so. Oh. Yeah, it's a period piece. Well, just like uh, going back to La 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 That movie takes place in the 70s. Okay. So anyway, yeah, so Agatha takes place in the 60s, and yeah, it's just, you know, the reason why... The house, and it's like I guess more like a halfway house that's run by nuns. 
is out in the middle of the woods and, and far away from where so when they torture the girls, no one could hear their screams. Oh, spooky. So, you know, I don't want to ruin the movie to peop- for people, so I don't want to tell them what the nuns are really up to. So it's nuns, it's like S&M nuns. But they're not satanic. They're not really nuns. They're just S&M chicks pretending to be nuns. They just like torturing people in the guise of nuns. Hi, we're nuns, so we can do anything Wow, you didn't even see the movie, and you're like almost hitting the nail on the head. We're nuns, so we can do anything we want. Guys, Maureen hasn't seen the movie, and she's like guessing what it's about, (laughs) who the nuns really are. Wow, that's good. I'm a sharp cookie. And I didn't even tell her anything. This is just her thought process. That's how predictable this movie is, No, maybe that's just how smart I am. I guess so. Can you explain the term sharp cookie to me? So, Maureen just ruined St. Agatha for you. No, no, no. Are are cookies sharp? Cookies sharp. Is that the expression, sharp cookie? Sharp as a cookie. No, like, and somebody's like, oh, it's a tough cookie. But, like, what are those things, like, if I'm really smart? I'm a... Smart as a whip. Smart as a whip. I'm a smart cookie. But are cookies smart? I don't know. Hmm. So Hmm. that's it. So Maureen just ruined St. Agatha for you. Sorry. <laughs> and, I don't know. I seem a mile away, man. So, is it an ass acre, a fluvy, or a. It's an ass acre. Sad it's, puppy? it's really slow. Mm. It's really slow. So, watch it at home and fast forward through it to the SM parts if you're so inclined. Yes. Hmm. All right. Hmm. I give it two. Hmm. <laughs> two hums. <laughs> And that does it for this episode of Cinema Purodiso. We'll be back with more poobies soon. Yay! <laughs>